1: This is BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook with the Joes. Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. It is BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe Giglio, Joe Ostrowski with you on a Wednesday morning. Coming up later this hour, we'll have futures, our favorite bets on the NFC West. And we'll talk to Eric Eager, pro football focus on all things NFL coming up in about 40 minutes. Right now we have to a little draft. We love when we do our drafts here. So, Joe, we're going to do a draft for college football win total. So we're going to go around the horn, me right. and you, and I, I believe is Paul Aspen in this too, three of us? Sure, I'll jump in. All right, <laughs> that doesn't, it doesn't sound uh, like a lot of confidence there. All right, What's well, we're going to
0: do a – Paul, go... you, you in this, Paul, or not? Yeah, yeah, I said I did some research last night. Yeah, yeah, I, that's okay, what I good. thought. All right, I, I knew Paul, Paul's ready.
1: He's just understated. You know, As we know from Paul's home run props, when he's got a good one – we're going to hear about it. So Paul's in on this too. <laughs> college football win totals. We'll go around the horn okay. and we'll each pick four, right? So across the country, any conference you want, any team you want, your, your favorite win total bets over or under for the 2021 college football season, which we know started off last week. So I guess if you want to take Illinois, if you want to take UCLA, you got to, you no. got to win in the bank. Yeah. Nah, no, you, you can't take them. All right. Well, I wasn't good either. But Why me, can't you I didn't take Illinois, Joe? Those.
2: What's the problem? Well, they already have a win. You can't bet on it. The season
1: started.
0: That is a great point. <laughs>
1: yes, it's over. We didn't do that last week. So everyone aside from the Week Zero teams we have on the board as College Football Week uh, week 1 starts. Uh, Joe, you want to start us off? You want to first pick?
2: Oh, I do, because I'm a little oh, yeah. concerned that you're going to take this team, so uh, i want to jump no. ahead of the market here. Uh, where, where do you think I'm going? Uh, no, don't give it away. Don't okay. give it away. Penn State. Is that it?
1: Mm. No. I, I didn't okay, know that you are going.
2: Okay, good. Yeah, I'm going with Penn State. Tough, tough schedule. They're going to Ohio State. They've got Wisconsin this week to start things off. Iowa, never easy at Kinnick. And I noticed on the schedule they're going back-to-back, Indiana and Iowa. I don't like uh, how this sets up. Very talented roster overall. However, big question marks, the two most important spots on this team to me head coach and quarterback close game. You want James Franklin on the sideline for your, your team? I do not. And I don't want Sean Clifford under center for my team. So, I mean, that's it. I, if you're just remove the head coach, give them average quarterback play. Like you'd feel all right about the Nittany lines this year. The numbers nine I'm going under. Uh, yeah. They're going to have at least three losses. So that's at least a push, but I think they're going to go under this number. Uh, re- it might be tough, might be tough. It's it's a weird spot. Like normally you would say, oh, they got Michigan too. I'm not even mentioning Michigan because they are middle of the road in the Big Ten now, but I'm not buying Penn State.
1: Yeah, I think the two question marks you pointed out are the biggest ones, and they're the biggest ones for any football team at any level, any. the coach and the quarterback. Yeah. The the quarterback's not good enough. I mean, just bottom line, he's not good enough. And the coach, it's the same song and dance. I mean, it's, it's every year where he recruits the heck out of it, and they have great recruits, and you look at their recruiting rankings, like, all right, they're going to be good. And it's like, eh. He can't coach in the game. So I'm with you on that. I like that. All right. So Penn State under off the
0: board. Paul Aspen, where are you going with your first pick? Lane Kiffin. Oh miss. Ooh. Over seven and a half. It's juice to the over, minus one thirty. But they're projected to be favored in just about all their games, obviously, except for Alabama. Um, they've got starters on both sides of the ball. They got a Heisman Kennedy and Matt Corral. Um so I like Ole Miss. I mean, it's going to come. Here's the thing. It's probably going to come down to the last game of the season at Mississippi State. So some drama at the end of the season. But I, they got, you know, starters on both sides of the ball coming back. Upper coming back. A lot of experience. You got Lane, which is just always fun to sweat Lane. You never know what he's going to do. And a potential Heisman quarterback. So that's uh, going with Ole Miss. Some egg bowl
1: drama there at the end of the season. I like it. So Ole Miss... The over for pause, but all right, I'll go. Um, I get, I guess I get back-to-back picks here, so I will go. Okay. I'll go with the one I thought you were going with, Joe, to start us off. It's the one I think every guest we've had over the past two months of the show has mentioned. Washington, everyone loves yeah. Washington, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna buy into the Washington hype. I'm gonna go Washington over eight and a half wins. I'm really just whoever we've talked to on college football says Eight-and-a-half. Eight still eight, yes, eight and a half on wow. Fanduel. Eight and a half is the number. Washington over they are a team that could end up in the playoff like they could be the Pac-12 team that maybe makes the playoff they're going to be really good hmm. I, I, the coach is good the quarterback they've got good returning starters I will go Washington over eight and a half and then I'm, I'm trying to think where I want to go for my second pick but since you guys threw out big programs to start us off I feel like I need to throw this one in there I don't I didn't think either of you would take it this is not like I'm afraid this is going to be taken in the draft but I am going to go Clemson under 11 and a half I think Clemson's going to lose to Georgia. And if they lose to Georgia, I win. They're not going undefeated. And but
2: if they don't lose to Georgia, I know. I know. you lose.
1: Well, <laughs> I not probably would lose. But I have all year to sweat it out, right? If they if they yeah. I, either, I could win this bet on Saturday or I or whatever this game is. is Saturday or Sunday this week. Saturday. Saturday. I could win the bet on Saturday and feel like, boom, I got this. They they're not going over the total, or I'll just sweat it out all year. I think they lose a the game.
2: Did you see the rest of the schedule? <laughs>
1: I know. I, I did. Was, I, I was, you know what I was doing? I was my eyes were scanning for the ranked team, like yeah. the number next to the team. Uh, uh, no nope. But I do think they could lose to Georgia uh, this weekend. I'll go under. And I'm like, you okay. know what? Clemson has had weird years the last couple of years, but they do lose a weird game. They do lose like or they're like it's tied in the fourth quarter against Syracuse. You're like, what? Why?
2: What Boston College.
1: Right. So I could see them losing the game, whether it be this weekend or one down the stretch. Under 11 and a half for Clemson is, um, is my second pick. So I got Washington over, Clemson under my first two picks. Paul Aspen.
0: Another big name coach. Fading Harbaugh, Michigan, mm. under seven and a half, plus 105. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, let's look at this schedule a little bit. Okay, so you know I'm, I'm – all right, they got Western Michigan first game. Fine. You know I'm on Washington already the next mm-hmm. week. Northern Illinois, fine. Rutgers, fine. At Nebraska, they probably win that, so that's four and one. Well, we know Nebraska stinks. Right, Nebraska stinks. Northwestern's tricky. I'm actually going to be fading them this weekend, I think. Uh, We'll get back to that. But I think they could could lose at Michigan State, lose at Wisconsin. We just talked about Penn State. Indiana could definitely be close. Maryland, and they end at Ohio State. I think it's, again, I mean, I don't think they're – they're not going to beat Ohio State, but I think it could be maybe that Penn State game that determines it. But all—I mean, everything is going south for for Michigan. Um, so I will take under seven and a half at plus money. It might come down in the middle of the season, but it might come down to that rivalry game at Michigan State.
2: Now, Paul, I will say, wouldn't it feel great? I don't know if you're going to hit the bet, but wouldn't it feel great to root against Michigan every week and Harbaugh?
0: Oh, I'm. Totally. I mean, that's <laughs> root four Lane Kiffin, who was actually kind of a villain root against Jim Marbaugh. Oh, it's fine. It's great.
2: I do like this. Yeah, that's a good sweat. Yeah. You're picking you're picking on uh, some coaches here. All right. Hmm. Little torn. Little. torn. Are we doing three rounds? Yeah, we'll go three rounds. Is that sure, good? Sure. Yeah. Um, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Which way? What's the play? Under eight and a half at plus money.
1: Ooh, fade in Brian Kelly after a big yeah. year.
2: Yeah, under eight and a half at plus one fifteen right now over at FanDuel Sportsbook. We know how that is an offensive lineman factory there, but they're going to have at least four new starters on that O line. They have a new quarterback. Ian Book has gone after his 17 years of eligibility. But now we've got the Wisconsin tra- transfer, Jack Cohn, never impressed me when he was with the Badgers. So I think they're going to have a downgrade at quarterback. And also, they're losing their superb defensive coordinator, Clark Lee. He's now the head coach over at Vanderbilt. So that's probably going to be a downgrade. Uh, Jeremiah Wusuke-Romoa to the draft. I mean... Yeah, I'm concerned. Now, something you do have to keep in mind with Notre Dame every year, like they're at home every week. (laughs) There are no tough games on the road. However, a couple of back-to-back scenarios which should concern Irish fans. You've got Wisconsin and Cincinnati. When they scheduled Cincinnati, they didn't think that was going to be a matchup against possibly a top-10 team. But that's what it's going to be when they have Wisconsin-Cincinnati back-to-back at home. And later in the year, they have USC- and North Carolina with Sam Howell coming in uh, back-to-back at home. So under eight and a half, I'm going to make the play. I just think it's going to be uh, a semi-reset for Notre Dame, and uh, we're looking at an eight-win season.
1: Well, I mean, think about it. You mentioned those two games back-to-back. They will have the worst quarterback in both of those games, right? If yep. have Slovis coming in with oh, USC, 100%. And obviously Sam Howell, right? And they have Jack Cincinnati
2: Coder. game, too.
1: Riddler. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's they, they, three games right there. You have the worst quarterback on the field. And like you said, new defensive coordinator for the Irish. So that's, that's a good one. I mean, this gets out on people the Notre Dame fans hear about this segment. They're going to come after each other. you I mean, for I'm that?
2: Go, I I'm go, I'll be there this year. I'm going to South Bend. I go every single year. What My game are you going to? Uh what is it? I forgot what the schedule is. Let me look it up. We were invited by our friends. I'm looking for, it's always fun. I love going there, but I just, it doesn't really line up. And then, I feel like I'm getting plus money because of Notre Dame. Like if it's a normal team, same sure. situation, there's no way that I'm getting uh, that I'm getting plus money on that. Uh, what is that game? Is see. Toledo? Because or... there at home. No, it's not Toledo. I want to. Is it Cincinnati? I don't know. I'll have to. I'll have to double check. I'll find out by the end of this segment. Uh, so one more pick for me, right? Yes. LSU over eight. LSU over eight. Uh, We've got the game at UCLA this weekend. That number is down to three, by the way. That keeps dropping. But uh, I'm still going to back the Tigers. They avoid Georgia this season. Now they're bringing Jake Peets back to be the offensive coordinator. He was there working with Joe Brady uh, before he moved on to Carolina in the NFL. They have the best cornerback duo in the country. Uh, Miles Brennan, when he did play last season, man, did they put up some points. We're talking mid-30s, low-40s. That's what you need now in the sec talent across the board feels like uh our, our guys job is on the line here so they need a big year they need to go over eight that's uh that's what i'm going to do here um over eight lsu tigers and it starts with the win against the bruins this week
1: i like it all right so my final pick here so you got lsu for your final pick i, I i'm going to the um the Big 12 here for for and I have a couple teams I was looking at one under one over but I will go with the over. Let's go TCU over seven and a half wins. I've always liked Gary Patterson. I think we mentioned him and this program and this and this over when we talked about the the Big 12 a few weeks ago. A couple of things stand out to me. One, they have a good roster, but it's 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 not just good. It's It's got a lot of returning starters. They have 18 returning starters from last year. The schedule is very manageable, and they have a bunch of good transfers. There's a metric that you look you look at with transfers versus returning starters, like returning yeah. production, added production. They're number four in the country in that metric. They've got a lot of players coming back with a good coach. I think they're going to have a big year in kind of a, a Big 12 where there's not that many teams that are really good. Right, You have Oklahoma. You have Iowa State. It's not great. Texas might be pretty good, but TCU goes over 7.5. So my three picks, Washington over 8.5, Clemson under 11.5, TCU over 7.5. Paul Aspen, what do you got?
0: So I've got one picked out, but a couple questions. Just looking at some of these teams in the ACC, like a Miami 9.5, North Carolina 9.5. Do you see yourself, you guys, like, wanting the over on either of those? I just feel like that's tough. Yeah,
2: I, I had a tough time with that. I considered both of those teams. I was looking at Miami under. But then I just started looking at it. And I'm like, uh oh, 145." Th- that's the schedule's so soft in that yeah. conference, right? You know, so that—that's so, where I had the issue.
0: So we are staying in North Carolina, however, and we're going with North Carolina State, State. over six and a half minus 105. <laughs> is Dave Dorn still there? He is. He is. So, all right, South Florida. By the way, so Reed Walk told us the other day about laying the 18 against South Florida. He's all over that. Kenny White has it projected as a 34-point line. So Whoa. I might still jump in, just Whoa. if you're interested in that sort of thing. But has south, it moved? Uh, to 18 and a half. No, I mean, from where, though? Oh, uh, I don't know what it opened at. Okay. But right. I don't think it's moved in the wrong direction, if you will. Okay, South Florida, Furman. <laughs> there's two. I won't. Boston College, three. <laughs> Louisville, probably four. I mean, they're projected to be a 20-point favorite. Louisiana Tech, five. Florida State, eh, maybe. Wake Forest, six. Syracuse, seven. And you got, you know, North Carolina, Florida State. Miami could be a win. Clemson, probably not. Mississippi State. So you got some options. You got some wiggle room. Over six and a half, minus 105.
2: There are wins to be had in that conference. Yeah, yep, there are. You know?
1: So Someone's going to jump up and win eight or nine games, and we're going to be like, wait, are they good? Or are they just were they in the ACC? It's it's a it's kind of that conference issue that it's like all right there's one team that really really stands out I you know just to go back to the what uh, Paul brought up a second ago I would go Miami under if I had to take it I would actually go the under I mean they're going to lose to Alabama to start their season so let's just let's chop one off right there correct
2: correct okay but where are the other three I mean other well, two
1: yeah what, what, you have the schedule in front of you
2: yeah um the North Carolina games in the middle of the season at North Carolina that's a loss yes I. I'm inclined to think so, but I also wouldn't be shocked if they win. And if they win that game, you're probably losing that bet.
1: I just feel like it's it, for the last 15 years, fading Miami is the way to go. Like anytime Miami after a good
2: year, yeah, yeah.
1: Anytime Miami's supposed to be good, it's like they just disappoint. This is what they do. It's Miami's. It's like they're just not. They're not the program people want them to be. And whenever they get close to that, it's like oh, rink jumps on Miami, and I'll, I'll just go the other way. All right, that was fun. College football begins well tomorrow night in earnest week one of the mm-hmm. college football season we're just a little over a week from the nfl season on the other side win totals futures best bets for the nfc west the best division in football joe o, joe g this is Beck UL daily presented by fanduel sportsbook right here on the Beck UL network